are many great nations in the world. The best nation is your imagination. Hi, I'm Jack, and welcome to the Arts NI podcast, where we will talk to local performers what it's like being involved in their industries here in Northern Ireland. Open just over 25 years, the Crack Theatre has provided live theatre and entertainment to the people of Kaliland and County Tyrone and to the surrounding areas. Providing opportunities for new and experienced actors of all ages, the Crack Theatre has been a hub of laughs and of joy. Today I am joined by Oliver Corr, the Arts Development Officer at Crack. Welcome Oliver to the Arts NI Podcast, how are you today? Hiya Jack, how's it going? Good to hear you. Good, good. Um, so Oliver, um, the Crack Theatre has lots of opportunities going, but just for our listeners who maybe aren't from around Kill Island, what kind of um, opportunities does the Crack Theatre provide to the locals of Kill Island? Well, Jack, uh, part of our remit and part of our ethos has always been that the arts and especially drama and theatre, which is primarily what we do, uh, should be accessible to all, that everybody should have an opportunity to experience a theatre and to be get involved in, in drama and arts at all levels. So we have always had an open door policy, um, which means that, you know, everybody can come to the shows. We try and make the classes that were run uh, accessible and, um, you know, so that, that um, nobody's excluded, basically, that, that anybody who has any interest in it at all uh, can come along. And I mean, it, people, we have a very, as, as you know yourself, we have a very vibrant uh, youth theatre here. Yeah, it's fantastic, so it is. <laughs> and and we, we offer opportunities, like on a weekly basis, we would have classes, drama classes, led by fully qualified facilitators, uh, which cater for, you know, 150, 160 kids every week. Wow, yeah. And, you know, that's an ongoing programme that will have been running for many, many years. Uh, but above and beyond that, uh, we we would offer opportunities for just ordinary, you know people who have just an interest in it to get involved in not only you know the acting or or you know maybe technical theatre uh, if that's what they're interested in. But th- th- we've had some instances where people have been able to write for the theatre and been able to stage their shows on, on on our stage. You know, so it gives an opportunity for people to develop their own work. Um, to bring it on or to give them a chance to do that kind of thing. So, I mean, the the, the short answer is, that, um, Jack, that, that that we would hope that, that the Crack Theatre provides uh, a whole range of opportunities for local people. And when we mean local, we, we would base ourselves very much in the Mid-Ulster area here. So uh, anybody from this area, you know, the greater Cali Island area, I suppose, would, would be, uh, can avail of our, our facilities. Yeah, there is really this wide range of opportunities in the crack. Um, crack theatre, to my knowledge, is also like a centre where there's more than just theatre goes on. What goes on whenever um, there is no theatre going on? What goes on in the crack theatre, Oliver? Well, we, we have a range, you know, we have a range of, of uh, classes going on, for example. Uh, well, it, it's a centre that's used by local community groups as a meeting place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have, like, I mean, you have, you have local clubs and societies who use the place as a, as a meeting place. Um, for example, Kaleidon Wheelers, which is a local uh, um, cycle club here, would use it on a regular basis. Local football clubs have used it from, now, from time to time. 
But we also have ongoing classes run by others, you know, in, in things like uh, modern dance, for example, Linda, Linda Wright School of Dancing is based at the Crack Theatre. You yeah. have the Siobhan O'Neill uh, uh, Singing School or Singing uh, School, you know, based at Crack as well. You have uh, Irish dancing, uh, you know, classes going on. Uh, occasionally there'd be yoga classes, there'd be, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. So it's a busy wee place, you know. It is. It isn't just when people see crack theatre. It isn't just a theatre. You know, it's really this, um, this hub where everyone can just come and, you know, they have this opportunity, all the opportunities, you know, to, um, to do the different things that they love. Yeah. Um. Well, over the last um number of weeks, all anyone's really read about is about negativity due to the COVID nineteen global pandemic. But the Crack Theatre received information which contradicts our new norm. The Crack Theatre received five nominations for the Ames Awards, including Best Actress for Kim Gildenew, Best Technical Crew for Fiona McNanny, James McFetridge, Brendan Donnelly and Jarlath Kelly, for Best Director for Sean O'Neill, Best Musical Director for Roisin Corr, and for Best Overall Show. And these were all for their latest musical, which was The Little Shop of Horrors. Oliver, what has these nominations done for a small theatre like the Crack Theatre? Well, first of all, as you rightly said, Jack, uh, coming in the middle of this pandemic, where we are effectively in lockdown, where the theatre has closed the store, it is, as they say in the theatre world, our theatre is dark at the moment. Uh, yeah. This this was a, a nice bit of light coming into us because uh, the, what the Ames Awards has just explained to people is that um, Ames is a sort of umbrella group, but very long established, come back to the early 70s. And it's the uh, Association of Irish Musical Societies. And uh, they judged us. They came and, and adjudicated our show, Little Shop of Horrors, back in, in October last year. Um, and we were very, very pleasantly surprised to be um, to be awarded uh, um, to be awarded uh, five, as you read out there, five awards, or were nominated in five categories. Uh, it it was the first time the crack had actually entered the, the have have been affiliated to the Ames Awards scheme, um, and we were absolutely delighted because. Uh, Although we knew we had a, a brilliant show in our own terms, it's always great to have somebody from outside the company and outside the area come in and judge your work just completely neutrally, you know, and, and, and to give you that um, affirmation, you know, that you're doing a good job. And I think anybody who saw the show would, would agree that, that it was an, an amazing piece of work. Well, I actually did see the show and it was it was really an outstanding piece of theatre. Like, it was fantastic. Yeah, so, so that it gives us that bit of validation, and as I say, and it was, we had been delighted with one nomination, but as it turns out, we 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 sprung for five, um, and as, as I say, you know, uh, I was delighted for the director Sean O'Neill because that was Sean's first, although Sean has been involved with Crack for since he was small, a small boy practically, uh, <laughs> this this was a, a his first director's job. Uh, as I say, he's been involved with Crack. He's also been involved with a, a range of other musical societies throughout the country. Yeah. And has appeared as as a dancer and actor on on you know shows all over the place. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, he is he is you know and and it was his first director's role, uh, and he done a superb job. And he he drew together a very very. Uh, expert group of people to, to be able to pull the show off, you know what I mean? So it, it was it was great 
that Sean was acknowledged. Kim Gildernew gave an absolutely superb performance as Audrey in, in Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, she was um, fantastic. She uh, was fantastic. Rushing Car, you know, the, the, the musical director was brilliant. Uh, and it was great that we were also acknowledged in, in a couple of categories where, you know, it, 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 it acknowledges the wider company. So to get technical theatre means that the set designers, the set builders, um, and it's not just those people who have named there, you know, there's a whole range of people behind the technical theatre end of it, you know, and also best overall show. So the entire company can take a bow in, in, in that terms, you know what I mean? So for, an, for a show to get nominated in best show, it's recognition of the entire production, which is, you know, uh, even stretches out as far as front of house people, um, you know, stage management, um, you know, the, just the whole you know, people involved with makeup, people involved with, with um, costume. So the entire production has been recognised, which was absolutely brilliant, you know. So we, we were caught by hoop about that, you know what I mean? And, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's a great recognition for the theatre. And, you know, um, it, it sort of sets a standard now that we'll, we'll have to match, which is another good thing, I think, in that uh, you set yourself a certain standard to try and achieve and, and hopefully absolutely. that'll be it, you know. Yeah, and you'd mentioned, Oliver, that this was actually the crack's first time being in the Ames Awards, like, um, the, the ability to get nominated. That's fantastic that, you know, for the first time a theatre's entered, that they come out with five. You know, that really puts the crack theatre on the map of these big, big theatres. Like. Well, it does. Well, the, the thing about Ames is that Ames, as I was saying, is an all-Ireland an all body. And you have something like, I think I read where it was the 130... Uh, different musical societies or drama groups who are affiliated to Ames. Wow, so in any gosh. one year, you could you could have over a hundred shows going on uh, throughout the throughout the country. Now it's been a wee bit restricted this year, but having said that, I mean we we were up against some of the you know big hitters in in the, yeah, in the world yeah. of of of, uh, of um, musical theatre in Ireland, and to see yourself mentioned in the same breath as some of these long established groups is amazing you know what I mean and even locally you know I must point out that like I mean locally here um, the Bardic Theatre got nominated for an award as well this year they have previously, yeah. they have previously won uh, Connor Bagley a couple of years ago I think had won uh, uh, award with the Ames which is a brilliant achievement as well you have Phoenix and in fantastic it really is uh, Phoenix and Ported Down was another group who have, who have been nominated for awards this year as well, but as I say, it's, it's you know so locally we're 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 you know in good company here locally, but I mean overall in the whole the whole of the island as I was saying, you're 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 rubbing shoulders with with some of the most well established, most um, you know renowned musical uh, theatre societies or groups in, in the country you know what I mean so it, it it really is a big boost for us you know Absolutely um, Oliver it's absolutely fantastic and good luck to all the um, the nominees um, hopefully you know you do bring back um, some of those awards Yeah well no, normally we would have heard normally in the normal run of things uh, the awards are announced in, in June but yeah. because of the COVID um, pandemic situation at the minute They've postponed the announcement of the winners until September, so we'll have to wait till after the summer to find out how, how we did. 
in fairness, we're, we're, we're just delighted to be nominated, Jack, and that is honestly true. You know, we're just delighted to be nominated. If we do manage to pick up um, an award, it'll be brilliant altogether, and, and definitely we'll, 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 we'll uh, let people know, know that we've won it, you know what I mean? But um, it, 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 as I say, it's just an honour to be to be in, included in that, that list, you know? Absolutely. No, yeah, well, like I said, best of luck to everyone, and fingers okay. crossed it. It comes to the island, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on a different note, then, um, many theatres and shows have been forced to close their doors um, due to the COVID-19 crisis. Oliver, for a rural and small theatre like the Crack Theatre, you know, how has the Crack been affected by COVID-19? Well, it, it has had a terrible effect on, on our theatre. Um, come the middle of March, we were, like everywhere else, um, put into lockdown and... and we had to cancel all shows through the end of March, April, May, June now, and and as, as, like I mean, we still haven't had. We don't know exactly when our theatre will be open. So the theatre's been dark uh, since. Um, it, there's been no shows. We can't plan very well. Uh, sort of, we've been making you know sort of provisional plans as to what might happen after lockdown. The most serious effect that this whole thing has had on is the, the the idea that people will have to remain in social distancing, and that's incredibly difficult for a theatre. Absolutely, you know, to yeah. maintain social distances within our theatre uh, yeah. would be difficult. Most obvious effect that has is that it cuts down your capacity, your your audience capacity. We only have a capacity of just under two hundred, you know. So. Okay. Yeah. It would mean cutting down on capacity. That has an impact on box office, obviously. You know, revenue coming in. Um, you know, um, you know, our staff have been working at home. Some of them, you know, and and um, you know, gradually begin to open up now again. But um, without our audience, it's very difficult to run a theatre. So Oliver, just you had mentioned that um, there's very little that you can obviously plan due to the lockdown. But um, is there anything that, you know, the people of Cull Island and the local Middlestar area can look forward to with crack post-lockdown? Well, 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 certainly coming into the autumn time, Jack, we had a couple of shows, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that we had planned to present a couple of our own shows and, you know, quite a number of touring companies were coming in. Unfortunately, we don't know where we are with those at the moment because of the lockdown. We, we're sort of at the mercy of uh, when the restrictions will be lifted that will be able to bring people into the theatre. Obviously, it has an impact on, on rehearsals at the moment where we can't bring enough people in to get the shows ready for yeah, for, for, for present presentation. So yeah. all that's still up in the air. Um, uh, in terms of touring companies coming in, there, there might be a few possibilities there. But as, as, as it sits at the moment... Um, the way that the government have outlined their their plan to lift the the the, the restrictions, um, ours is coming in. They're talking about us being in phase five for theatres and and places like that won't be open until phase five is put in in, in place, okay, and yeah. that's a that's a number of months away yet. As as far as we are aware now, things can change and things have changed fairly quickly. You know, but. Uh, you know, so we're we're still under those restrictions. It, it's very difficult to plan properly for shows coming in or our own productions, as I say. Um, 
hopefully touch wood that we if we do get lifted sooner rather than later that we will be able to get stuff put together another element that we're hoping to, to still you know if things work out would be for example our, our summer scheme um yeah where where we normally would run a, a summer scheme for for the, the youth theater in august and we're hoping that somewhere or another we can manage to do that now it, fingers, it will, crossed yeah. fingers crossed for that one you know um other ways that you can support the theatre just uh, usually in July around about this time of year coming into June July time um, we we ask people to maybe think about sponsorship of the crack theatre uh, and one way that, that people can do that fairly reasonably is is to sponsor a seat in the theatre and we'll be we'll be putting out a call for people to sort of um, uh, what the sponsor of seat is is that you pick a seat in the theatre and that seat is yours for the year. Uh, you can't use it all year, but what it is is your your name goes on the board as a sponsor of that seat, and uh, it's 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 uh, hopefully that'll be able to get up and running now in in July again. Uh, we're going to have to maybe think about um, fundraisers for the theatre, but we haven't gone that far yet. Um, uh, we realise that people will be under pressure themselves, you know what I mean, and and uh, uh, but certainly all those things maybe will be considered. So, um, what we could ask people to do, and 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 this is the thing, is that once our theatre is open again, is to maybe think about buying tickets. The best way you can support the crack theatre is by buying tickets to shows, and hopefully when this thing comes to an end, uh, people will return in good numbers to support the theatre again to buy tickets, to come to shows, uh, and to generally support the theatre. Um, yeah, so fingers crossed, you know, you can open the doors again and get shows in. We all can start um, to buy tickets. But um, like you said, Oliver, there is that option for sponsor a seat. Um, how, if a listener wants to sponsor a seat, how will they know when that's coming available? How will they be able to get in contact with the crack? We'll, we'll, we'll be launching that in the next couple of weeks, Jack. So if, if people can keep an eye out on our on our, on the social media, mostly is how we, we get the word out about all those things. So we have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. We're on Twitter. Uh, if you keep an eye on our, on our website as well, uh, www.crackartcenter.com. Um, we'll be making an, an announcement there. We're also in the middle, uh, what we're doing at the moment as well is creating a new Crack Theatre app for phones and Android oh, yeah. as far as so uh, we're just in the, in the, we're just this very minute um, uh, as we speak as I say um, developing, having the developer look at the app and get it ready for launch in the next few weeks as well so that's another way that people can contact and, and we'll have information there about all those you know, uh, things about sponsorship. If you're a bigger sponsor, if you're a company that could maybe see your way to coming in as a, as a, a core sponsor of the Crack Theatre, would definitely be interested in, in, in having a, a, having a chat with you as well. Uh, but as I say, that app will be available. All our social media will have announcements about it. Um, so if, if people keep an eye on that, uh, the word will be getting out. That's brilliant. And finally, Oliver, just before you go, um. For those listeners who have now just found their love for the theatre um, due to their lockdown, is there any advice that you can give them to, if they're looking to get involved for the first time into theatre post-lockdown when this is all over? Yes, well, well, first of all, just, you know, contact the theatre. You know, it depends on your age group. If, if you're a young person, if you're, you know, sort of youth theatre age, 
we touch wood will be starting to recruit new members to the youth theatre again in September. Uh, there will be this, uh, with with any luck, the summer scheme would be another opportunity for people to get to get involved. Um, if if we we had over the last couple of years uh, developed a sort of adult acting classes for people as well. Now okay. that's not up and running at the moment, but we could okay. maybe look at that again. But uh, I think just that people drop into the theatre, have a chat with us, and and you'd be on the radar then, you know, so that we we can maybe get you involved in somewhere other, you know. Um, so that it's, it's just simply a matter of making contact. We have our uh, email address there, you know, the, it's uh, crackartcenter at yahoo.com if people want to drop us an email just even, you know, um, to sort of keep in contact. But it it is difficult at the minute because the, normally we're, there would be full-time members of staff available at the theatre full-time. At the minute we're, we're working on a very skeleton um, timetable and <clears throat> we're not able to be in the theatre as much as we'd like. Yeah, it it makes it slightly difficult, yeah. you know. But certainly, yeah. you know, you know, most people in Kalilan and the greater Kalilan area know know about the crack, know where we are, and if they're interested, uh, certainly come along and have a chat. Just call down and see us yeah. your email. Yes, that's brilliant. But Oliver, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Um, to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Remember to follow us on all our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All of those usernames are at the Arts NI Podcast Official. And remember that the greatest nation is your imagination. And until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>